Welcome to the Project Unchained podcast, where my special guests and I help you break free from the chains that hold you back from life's greatest experiences. The goal of this podcast is to educate people on self-care modalities that can and will improve your life if you commit to doing them. An effective self-care regimen is the single most important thing that you can do for yourself to have a more extraordinary life experience. I'm your host, Ross Leppola, and I've spent the past several years of my life on a journey of healing and self-care after living my first 28 years chained down by my own limiting thoughts and beliefs. Now, I'm here to share what I've learned with you to empower you to break free from the chains that hold you back from your unlimited potential. Let's get unchained. When you were lost in the woods, you were misunderstood by everyone, everyone. You were searching for words, but they came out absurd. And no one heard you, no one heard you speak your We interrupt this show with a brief message. This podcast was created with a strong sense of belonging. A strong sense of belonging is imperative to cultivating a life of joy, fulfillment, and purpose. With a strong sense of belonging, you will have the confidence it takes to do and create life on your terms. It is time for you to break free from your self-limiting thoughts, your insecure thought patterns, and the social conditioning that keeps you from living your most authentic life. The Belonging Blueprint is a self-development course that has been designed to help you create the deepest sense of belonging within yourself. I'll be with you, guiding you along the way as you grow to a place that leaves you empowered to experience life on your terms. You can join me and others in a private community that will support you on your journey of personal growth and development. To get more information and enroll today, you can click the link in the show notes or message me directly. Now back to the show. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Project Unchained podcast. I'm your host, Ross Lepola. I am grateful to be here today. As always, thank you so very much for taking time out of your day to tune into the show and listen to another episode. Before I get started, a little listener appreciation for the day. Joseph Silveria, thank you so much. You reached out to me the other day and told me how this show has been supporting you in your life recently. And it really means a lot to me. I absolutely love to know that this show is making a positive impact for people in their journey and their personal development. That's why I'm here. I want this to be able to help support people. I'm here. Let's get vulnerable. Let's get real. These are things that a lot of people have to figure out and find their way through these limitations so that we can go forward and have really awesome, purposeful, meaningful, joyful life experiences, and I want you all to experience that. Today, I want to talk about fear of failure. I've talked about it a little bit in some other episodes, but there was something that really struck me, and and this is more like the, the hard truth of the fear of failure. And to start unpacking that, let's look at the definition of failure. The definition of failure per like Webster Dictionary or whatever it was that I looked at, maybe it wasn't Webster, maybe it was Merriam, is a lack of success or omission of expected or required action. Now, I think that's interesting because, well, you could go down a whole lot of rabbit holes about the definition, right? Like what is the definition of success? What is the definition of required action? What is the, what's the expectation? There's all kinds of different little nuanced layers that could go 
into that. And how do we deal with that? Well, I think ignoring and not going down the rabbit hole of beating little definitions to death. I think it's important to acknowledge the un- and understand that people fail every single day. Based on those definitions, people fail every single day. People fail multiple times a day. And I think that's important because when we understand that that failure happens and we understand that we all have failures, some of us multiple times a day, we need to start creating a shift and change from that. For example, we hear sayings about how failure precedes success. There's a wonderful quote that I found from Craig Lunsbro when I was doing some research for this episode. And he said, the road to success is paved with the hot asphalt of failure. And I totally agree. Failure precedes success. We're going to have moments of failure before we succeed. Maybe not always. There might be moments where we just nail it and we get it right for a swing. Most of the time not, though. Most of the time we're going to make mistakes along the way and we're going to have failures before we find our way to success. Before we even understand what our definition of success is, we're likely to fail. And that's okay. But if we know this and we understand this, then why do so many of us fear failure to the point at which we shrink and we play small and we avoid life? We avoid taking chances and risks on ourselves. Even if the outcome of the effort has a great reward, there's still times when we avoid taking that step forward, when we avoid that effort. Why? Why does this fear of failure drive us so fucking wild? Why does it limit our life so much? I find it fun to contemplate the question, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? I I think we've all, well, maybe not everybody, but I've heard people say that in a lot of different settings. Like, what would you do if you knew you couldn't fail? What's fun about contemplating that question is that tells you, what likely tells you what you would really benefit from doing and what you would really benefit leaning into and exploring a little bit rather than shrinking and avoiding it. That's likely something that is going to bring you great meaning and purpose in life. And that's why it would benefit you to lean into that. Now, I think there's a few reasons why people likely shrink in that fear of failure moment. And there's a few reasons why I want to consider and explore here. And now there's likely plenty more that could get added to the list, but you know, in the interests of not making a 10 hour episode, we'll, we'll shrink it down to just a couple. And I think the first one we've kind of already hit on a little bit, but the misperception of success and failure. Now, more specifically, what I mean to that and add to that is success is always shown. Failure is not. You see the highlight reel. Whenever you go on social media, you watch a movie, anything, you wa- you're watching the edited version of it. You're listening to the edited version of this podcast right now. I've made several mistakes. I'm six minutes into the recording of this and I have several notes jotted down of sections that I need to edit because I tripped all over my tongue. I'm showing you the successful product of the podcast effort. I'm not showing you the failures. Nobody wants to listen to me trip all over my tongue. So I need to edit it at times. That's okay. That extends beyond the podcast. 
again, all over social media, the movies you watch, everything, it's an edited highlight reel. So we have to adjust our perspective and understand that that's not reality. That's not what's really happening. People fail, and most people fail before they succeed. It's just not always shown. So we have to understand that every time you see somebody fail, or sorry, every time you see somebody succeed, see, I just did it. Every time you see somebody succeed, know that every there's several attempts of failure that they had going into that before they succeeded. It happens. I think about it in the sport of powerlifting. That's one of the things I'm really passionate about. There are so many times that I've missed lifts along the way in my training. You know, the most recent meet I did was wildly successful. I had an amazing time and it becomes the highlight reel because I'll show that and a lot of people will never see the sheer volume of work and failure and blood, sweat and tears that goes into that one, you know, 10 second moment of glory. So we have to understand that when you see somebody succeeding, understand and realize that they tripped and fell and got back up along the way for, in order for you to be able to see that, celebrate that, understand that, and embody that, because then that can tr- show you how you can do that, and you can use that to empower you moving forward. Another one to hit on, procrastination by perfectionism. Lots of people avoid starting until they have it right, until they know they can do it perfectly and it's going to be good and there's going to be successful and they won't do anything and show anybody until it's just right. That is shrinking. That is playing small. That is fear of failure through wanting things to be perfect. Well, we got to adjust that perspective. There is nothing that is perfect. There is no such thing as perfect. In fact, I really like the adjusted perspective and looking at as imperfection is the most beautiful state. Imperfection is the natural state of being for everything, even in nature, right? If, even if nature were perfect, then everything would be symmetrical and most things are unsymmetrical. Most things are asymmetrical rather. So there's that imperfection and that is beautiful. We need to celebrate that imperfection rather than trying to change it. It is Perfectly imperfect, as one of the sayings goes. Another one that causes us to shrink and fear failure is not knowing how to actually fail. Okay, so we avoid things because we don't know how to course correct. In the event that something goes wrong along the way, we don't know what to do and how to adjust or what to do if we fail. So it's important that we learn how to fail forward. That is a really important skill to develop. Now, here's a couple of things that can highlight what it looks like to fail forward. Failing backwards is blaming others, whereas failing forward is taking responsibility. Radical personal responsibility. You all heard me say that before on the show, and it's, it's huge and it's important. That is how you fail forward is taking responsibility. One way to fail backwards again is repeating mistakes, doing the same mistakes over and over again. One of the things that I like to tell some of the lifters that I work with is you will stop overreaching. You will stop making those mistakes when you learn the lesson that you're supposed to learn. So failing forward is learning from the mistakes. I made mistake A from input B, like you can adjust what you're putting into the process and adjust the process and have a different outcome, but you have to learn from the mistake. Another way to be bad at failing is expecting to never do it again. 
that will set you up for hardship. Knowing failure is part of the process and part of the progress is important. There's going to be road bumps. Just because you got something right today doesn't mean you won't get something wrong tomorrow. There's going to be continued failure, continued success, and we need to fail forward, understanding that failure is part of the process. Now, there is also the other side of that spectrum. If you are expecting to continually fail, well, that's a problem too. We have to learn to shift that. And we have to learn to maintain a positive attitude. Now, when I talk about maintaining a positive attitude, I'm not saying that we got to be like ignorantly positive and, and overly positive and not think that bad things can happen. Bad, oh, no, bad things can happen. Failure can happen. It's a matter of when it happens thinking, oh, all right, well, you know what? This thing happened. I'm going to do A, B, and C to try and remedy the situation and move forward. That's having the positive attitude. It's just looking at what the outcome in is, accepting it, and moving forward. Find the way to move forward. Another really good way to fail poorly is accepting tradition blindly. Seriously, challenge outdated assumptions. Things change, times change, people change. We have to be able to adapt and evolve with those things. So try not to accept every tradition just blindly. Challenge them. And in the event that you challenge them and they stick around, well, then you're going to be, embody them that much more and they're going to be that much more meaningful and purposeful to your life. Don't limit yourself by past mistakes. What happened yesterday, we can learn from and grow from, but if we avoid taking risks tomorrow because of what happened yesterday, we're not failing forward. We need to be able to take new risks each and every day moving forward. That is how we fail forward. Thinking you're a failure is not going to help you. What you think about yourself is what you believe about yourself. What you believe about yourself dictates how you show up and participate in the world. So we have to change that thinking. We can't think that, oh, I'm a failure. We have to think and change that to believe that, well, you know, I guess that effort didn't work for the outcome that I was trying to accomplish and achieve. So I'm going to need to change that. But let's not think that we're a failure. Just because something didn't work doesn't mean that you're a failure. It just means that that thing didn't work. It just means that the effort and input that you put into an event didn't quite produce the outcome you wanted. That does not mean you are a failure. Don't identify with it. It's That's a trap. Move away from that shit. Failing, again, quitting, like we have to learn to persevere. Persevering is the ability to fail forward again. We're going to make mistakes along the way, but if we quit, we don't have the opportunity to do something different. Now, now I got one more. Like this one, this one gets fucking real, y'all. This is this is the one that I really wanted to get to today. The fear of failure. Like, oh, most of you listening don't truly fear failure. That's just what you're calling it. You're mislabeling your fear. And that is the limitation because you're not understanding, you're not digging deeper into what you really are fearing. So what do you think? What do you think it is that you really fear? Here's what I think. I think that a lot of us, and myself included many times in my life, fear failure because we fear that the outcome, if the outcome isn't good, then people will not like or accept us. Let me say it again. We fear that the outcome won't be good enough for other people and they will not accept us. 
It has nothing to do with the fear of failure. We have the skewed perspective that when we succeed and we're successful, we'll be accepted by our peers. So the truth is we're not fearing failure. We are fearing a lack of acceptance. And that is rooted in a lack of self-acceptance. We only feel that fear of acceptance when we don't fully, truly accept ourselves yet. When you have self-acceptance, you don't need the acceptance of other people. It, the, and when you have that, then this fear vanishes. You're not going to fear failure because you have full self-acceptance. To me, that's the truth. Real people accept you, accept me, for the quality and content of character not a perceived level of success or lack thereof. People who only accept other people because of their success, that's unauthentic bullshit. Let it go. They want to use your success or your perceived success to to bolster their success and make themselves look better so that they can be accepted by their peers because they also don't actually have self-acceptance. That's huge. Again, your fear of failure is not for the failure of the outcome. Your fear is based on that acceptance and you're thinking that the outcome, when you succeed, people will accept you. No. People don't accept you for how successful you are. They accept you for your authenticity, your content of character, what you do when nobody's looking. That's what it is. So how do we combat that? How do we combat this Fear of failure that is the illusion for fear of acceptance. We must cultivate self-acceptance. That's the only way. How do we do that? How do we cultivate self-acceptance? Well, I mean, I've given away hundreds of tools already now that we're this far into the podcast and the YouTube channel and all that stuff. It's all over. It's there for you. I'm giving it away to you. But one of the ones that I want to hit on in this particular episode for self-acceptance, you have, to, you have to define your values. When you define your values and you operate in alignment with those values, that is self-acceptance. When you create that alignment, there is no other way to have that acceptance. We operate in that space. It just, it just comes to you. It's impossible to not have self-acceptance when those two things are in line. When you intentionally define your values, and that's also where it's important to you know, challenge outdated assumptions and not necessarily accept tradition blindly. You need to define your values, and as you define them, and you know them, and you embody them, you operate in the space of administering those values. When you do that, you will feel that self-acceptance and it will just melt that fear of failure away and you'll do the things that you want to do that are meaningful to you just because you want to do them. And when you just want to do them, it doesn't matter what the fucking outcome is anymore. And that is so much fun and so enjoyable to get to that space where you can do those things that you want to do and you're doing them just because you want to do them. When you do them because you're wanting someone else's approval and you're wanting the acceptance of others, man, oh, that's such a lonely damn road because it doesn't work. It's not authentic. We have to be able to move forward from that space. 
So that's my challenge for you. Define some of those values and learn how to operate in alignment with them, and you will melt away this false fear of failure that is hiding lack of self-acceptance. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had fun jamming on this one. I hope that it helps you unlock some of those change and break free from those limitations. Reach out, please. I'd love to hear from you all. Have a fantastic day. Thanks for joining Project Unchained today. It's important to note that I'm not a doctor nor a licensed therapist. I'm just a guy who is passionate about helping empower others to break free from their limiting thoughts and beliefs to have extraordinary life experiences. Please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. That will ensure that this podcast can reach more people. We're more powerful together, so please do share this with others. I'm always happy to engage with you, so please do reach out via social media or email if you'd like to chat. A special thank you to my very talented cousin, Galen Lee, for the intro and outro music to this show. The song is Lost in the Woods from her 2018 album, Learning How to Stay. You can find Galen's albums on Bandcamp, Spotify, and ViolinScratches.com. Until next time, make your life experience extraordinary. Let's get unchained. Give yourself away.